eight days ago, eight days ago, we and all the rest of the 1.3 billion Catholics throughout the world gazed, so to speak, on the resurrection of our Lord. And today, we turn our eyes back to that little group of apostles who eight days after Easter Sunday were gathered once again in the upper room. And Jesus appears to them once again in his resurrected body, passing through the locked doors, passing through their hidden fears. And the first thing he does is go after the one lost sheep that is astray, Thomas. He lets doubting Thomas touch his wounds, removing all doubts that had separated him from the rest. And then he looks into the eyes of his apostles and breathes on them and gives them the power to forgive sins in his name. This was the start of the sacrament of confession, the sacrament of mercy, which since then has been bringing other stray sheep back into the fold. Almost 20 centuries after that encounter between Jesus and his apostles in the year 2000, Pope John Paul II established this first Sunday after Easter as a feast in honor of the divine mercy. He was fulfilling a request our Lord himself made in his appearances to a Polish nun, St. Faustina Kowalska by name. Just the thought of God's mercy fills us with confidence and hope, right? But it should also fill us with humility. If Jesus is so eager to spread the news about his mercy, his boundless mercy, it's because we need that mercy. It's because sin is a reality in our lives and in our world. And sin causes real damage that only Christ can repair. This is the tough side of God's mercy, the reality of sin. The connection between sin and mercy helps explain why Jesus had to, to suffer so much in order to save us. If he hadn't suffered as much or more than we suffer, we won't be able to trust him and follow his example. But since he suffered so much and still continued to love and forgive, even the hardest of hearts can find hope in Jesus Christ. Here's a story for you. Years ago, a parish priest wrote about an experience where he learned this hope in Jesus Christ in a powerful way. 
he called on an older man who was dying. The man was hanging on to his life because he didn't feel ready to die. When he was a little boy, you see, he had been beaten almost to the point of death by a man who was supposed to be taking care of him. And he had nurtured an intense hatred for that man for the rest of his life. He told the priest that because of this bitterness, for all those years, he had not been able to pray, not even once. He also admitted that for all those years, he couldn't bring himself to go near a church. An incredible anger had been festering in that man's soul down through the years. The priest continued to visit with him, talking to him about a man named Jesus, who also had been beaten, beaten to the point of death, but who, instead of expressing hatred for those who beat him, forgave them. And three or four visits later, when the priest walked into the old man's room, before he could even say good morning, the man said, I did it. I did it last night. Last night, I forgave him. And for the first time, I prayed. By the next morning, the old man had died. God's mercy is powerful, and it needs to be, because our sins are real. You know, in the revelation of the divine mercy, Jesus asked St. Faustina to commission a painting. And the painting would show Jesus standing, dressed in a white garment, with his right hand raised in blessing and his left hand opening his heart. Out of his heart, there were to be streaming two rays of light, one white and the other red. He explained what those rays, rays symbolize, and I quote, the two rays denote blood and water. The pale ray stands, or the white ray, stands for the water which makes souls righteous, baptism. The red ray stands for the blood which is the life of souls, the Eucharist. These two rays issued forth from the depths of my tender mercy when my agonized heart was opened by a lens on the cross. Happy is the one who will dwell in their shelter, for the just hand of God shall not lay hold of him. This is from the diary of St. Faustina, number 299. Today, brothers and sisters, Jesus is reminding us of the power and abundance of his mercy. We should rejoice and be filled with confidence at this reminder. But what about all our brothers and sisters who aren't with us? What about all our family members, our neighbors, our colleagues and friends who have never experienced 
Christ's mercy or have never heard about it. Jesus died for them too, you know. And he is sending us to be messengers of his mercy to them. By our kind, truthful words, avoiding all gossip and useless criticism, we radiate the white ray of Christ's mercy. And by our, by our acts of service to others, seeking no reward except the joy of following Christ, we become extensions of the red ray of Christ's very own life. Today, as the Lord feeds us from the very source of mercy, the Eucharist, let's ask him for the grace to be living images, living paintings of his mercy in this world so wounded by sin. <laughs>